Hey gang, we're on the streets of San Francisco. We'll do a hey gang, a bay gang, if you will. Bay Area, hey gang. Hey gang, bay gang. Uh, we did a show, a big show at the rickshaw stop on Thursday. We had a great time. Chartist came out. As advertised, I bought 50 of something. I brought five that were snatched up like hotcakes. And the Chartists are keeping it secret. The chart army is a mafia. Some call it a chart mafia. And um, loose lips sink ships. Nobody knows what I brought to SF. But Texas will find out next. On the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Dallas, Houston, and Austin. Gang, I'm in the streets of San Francisco. I'm liking this town on this trip. I always like it. I always appreciate it. It's a world-class city. But, um, you know, it's cold. It's, it's got some things. It's got loud emergency vehicles that I've had to pause for. If you're listening to this in 100 years, back in these days, emergency vehicles were too loud. Jackhammers were, were it was legal to just use a jackhammer anytime. What's my, what, probably what happened in the intervening times? Uh, somebody on Shark Tank or Kickstarter developed a quiet jackhammer, or they developed like a portable dome you could just put over it to block in the sound, like a tent. You could tent, set, set a tent up there, you can send the tent up anywhere. You can set up a tent anywhere. Maybe it was 2047. Somebody figured out, let's get a portable soundproof dome. And those made a big difference. People could sleep later. People could, um, garbage could be collected without noise. Streets could be jackhammered without noise. We're moving, I feel, into a noiseless or a more noiseless society. Let's move faster. All right, gang. Um, San Francisco uh, has been great so far. We did a great show. Tons of charters showed up. Super nice people uh, from all over the place. We had a great time. I did a couple more shows last night. And I'll be back. All right, gang. I'm back in my room, as you could probably tell from the ambient noise around me, which is very minimal. Gang, something scary just happened. My phone was in my pants pocket. My pants were laying on the floor. And I come walking by and I step on my pants and my heel feels something. And I realize it's my phone. Have any of you, has any of you broken a phone like that? Oh my God, that'd be a horror. Step, crack, and now your phone is broken in half. How do you even find the nearest iStore to get, well, with your laptop, shithead? Oh, okay, got it. I can't lie to you, gang. I've been a little emotionally out of sorts because I met with a high school friend yesterday, my old friend Dan. He's great. He's fantastic. And, um, you know, I teared up a couple times talking about emotional stuff. So now I'm like... 
I'm in that aftermath. I'm in that aftermath. I'll be back. A friend of mine once told me that the brain gets softer as you get older. So you actually become more capable of emotion or more affected by emotion with your soft brain. I'm finding that to be true because I think I've teared up. In the last year, I've teared up probably five, six, seven times. I think I cried maybe once. But, you know, that's more than a regular year or more than years past. What's it for you, gang? Are you criers? Do you find that each year you, you cry more? I don't know. Fax it to cool up. Let her know. I'll be back. I forgot my binocs. I feel bad about that. I like to have my binoculars with me. And I have a hotel room here that looks out on Japantown. And it would have been nice. It would have been nice to make this crow's nest north. Crow's nest south is Dragon Manor. But it wasn't to be. And I can't see that good. I got no contacts. But I did bring my spectacles. And I think they're hip spectacles because... There's, you know, like, you walk around the streets of San Francisco, you pass people, you make eye contact with some of them. You know, it's that attraction on the sidewalk thing. Doesn't happen much in L.A., I'll be honest with you. Okay, but we need to start the countdown. There we go, coming in at number five, a little hee-haw. Always loved hee-haw. When it was on uh, back in the day, it was comforting, and it still is. And a lot of great musical performances on that show. You know, gang, I'm a millennial, a trans-millennial. Um, I identify as millennial. I've cut the cable. I don't have cable TV. I watch what I want to watch on all the other platforms. I'm here in the hotel, they got cable TV. And it's the most worstest kind. The kind where every time you go to the next channel, it's got a pause for like, you know what I mean? It goes to black for three seconds. What's, uh, God, maybe they're all like that now. I just don't, I don't watch cable. I don't like the experience of press, what's next, commercial. Press, what's this? Commercial. Press, what's this? Horrible show I don't watch. Hit, what's this? Beachbody Fitness. Hit, what's this? The Treehouse Guy. Hit, what's this? Another thing, another thing. I don't like it. I don't think it's mentally healthy. Although, people way more mentally healthy than me seem to have no problem with it. <sighs> I got a Keurig. Um... I like the Keurig, but I think I heard that yeah, these cups are just filling up landfills everywhere. Did they fix that? Can't totally get on board with them until they do. But I'll make one right now. I, uh, I like that they got the instructions right on the front of the machine in pictures. That's exactly right, Keurig. You know what I mean? People come here from other countries. They can't speak English. 
don't make them get frustrated and take 15 minutes to figure out the coffee. Pictures, easy, simple. If I did have to criticize this Keurig, am I saying it right? Keurig? Um, let me figure out. Let me tell you what model this is. Or are they all the same? Is there different models? I'm behind on, on my Keurig. Um, oh, this guy. Here we go. Oh, schnapps. I flipped it over and something fell out of it. Like a part. And I didn't see where that part was affixed. This is a K130, gang. Uh, it's made in China. It's a K130 commercial coffee maker. All right. I flipped it back up. And I'm going to reaffix this part. Shit feather. Uh, I may have to go online and look at this thing to see what the hell. Where does this part go? It's the part, it's the filter part with like a little star in the middle of it. Ugh. What happened here, gang? Maybe it just goes here. Oh man, if you have one of these things, you're laughing right now. Because that, it's just the part on the bottom that you stick the cup on. I find out everything the hard way. Everything. I don't do nothing the easy way. All right, I'm gonna pop in a French roast. Ah, it popped out. Holy schmonzi. I made seven of these already. I can't get it right with you guys. I popped, I closed it. Okay, the water level popped. All right, gang. My one criticism of this machine is that when you hit the brew button, it just, it, Okay, when it's time to hit the brew button, it's lit up. So then you press it, and it just goes to, like, uh, you know, no light on. So you're like, did I turn it on? I don't know what's going on. The little light above it that says heating lights up. But if you weren't conscious of that light before, anyway, when I first turned this thing on, I was like, I don't know if it's brewing or not. But that's a Curry gang, and uh, it's a good little gadget. And I'm now waiting on some French roast. I haven't had the room made up in a couple days. I just go out there to the lady, um, you know, that's doing the cleaning out in the hall. I go up to her cart, and I get her to give me Keurigs and cream. And that's just a little look into what's going on here out on the road. What if I call in 19 minutes? Come on. I'm going to wait 19 minutes and call them up. And, oh, you can't give me the deal, buddy? I'm sorry, sir. We got a pretty strict policy here on our hee-haw DVDs. If I were to uh, uh, break the chain of command and go rogue, I could uh, fill out your DVD, but I, won't, I wouldn't want to get dismissed from my job here, sir. You've got 18 minutes to call. The other thing they're selling on there, they go, uh, 
we will toss in a bonus DVD, the first episode of Hee Haw. Not just any episode, the actual premiere. You mean when they didn't have the show down yet, it was still a work in progress? <laughs> but they said it's a real collector's item. This, this Hee Haw DVD that was printed, manufactured in 2015, it's a real collector's item. They're going for six grand on eBay. Gang, uh, let's call that number four, that hee-haw infomercial, because it's 2016 and it seems like certain um, hotels just don't have a, they don't even have a clock radio. People wake themselves up with their iPhone instead of trying to figure out the clock radio, which is, you know, relates back to the Keurig thing, you know? A business traveler struggling with a brand new alarm clock. And you know those things. All the little buttons on top. And then the thing's greasy. So you get your hands all over it. Then you got to wash your hands. Then you pick up the remote. That's dirty too. The best idea anyone ever told me is you take the shower cap and you put it around the, um, the TV remote. You know what I mean? So now you're not touching what every other guest touched. And um, I don't want to bother the lady out at the cart and say, Hey, do you guys, uh, do you clean off the remote every time? I don't think she'll give me a yes on that. So anyway, it's a wild card weekend. And they got the Texans and the Chiefs in a little bit. Then I got to go do a show during the, what is it, Pittsburgh Cleave. Then tomorrow I got to fly during Seattle, Minnesota. But that's okay because I'm on Virgin. And I'll be back at Dragon Manor for Redskins Packers. I got no predictions on any of these except Seattle's going to win. Coming in at number three, that was Johnny Cash with The City of New Orleans. We're getting a country countdown here because, I mean, I don't know on this case. There's no, uh, there's no boombox. There's no clock radio. There's no music on TV. MTV ain't been playing uh, music for a long time. And I don't feel like taking out my laptop. So we're going country. We're going country. Uh, hey! Jesus, I botched up this Keurig, flipping it over or something. I'm trying to cook a uh, French roast, and it's just like spitting and dribbling like coffee grinds and stuff all over the front of the machine, all over the cup. And I'm pulling out the cup, and it's just a big mess of grease sludge. This is undrinkable. This is uh, something you'd see if you're walking past an industrial uh, cleanup site. Jesus. I mean, it's just a big, thick mess with coffee grinds everywhere. I don't know how I pulled that off. The most simple way ever to make coffee, and I can't master it. Me dumped it. Ay, ay, ay. Me dumped it. 
Alright, I'm going to get back on this horse right away. I'm going straight back in there to see if I can cook maybe a green tea. If I have one. Here we go, green tea. Alright, let's try this again, gang. This machine is a mess right now. Press to open. Uh, pull out the French roaster. Stick that in the landfill. Really served a lot of purpose. Here we go. I'm pressing down on the green tea. Up on the fill level. Pouring. Pouring. Okay. Pressing. Sticking in cup. And now, brew. Now I'm heating. We'll see how this comes out. The last one, unmitigated disaster. Listen to that. That's a clean brew. That's a clean brew on a Keurig. This thing's about, this thing's 10 and 1 now. It's got a great record. Fizzled at the end there. And we got a nice, glee, clean cup of green tea. You know what I'm thinking happened on that last one? I double punctured it. I put it in, pressed it, filled the water, and then it wasn't working. So I popped the lid and probably double punctured it. And then that's what made it screw up. Maybe you guys have Keurigs and you've been through all this already. And this is the worst podcast you've ever heard. To some of you who are going with the, you know, you've still got a coffee mate or a uh, Cuisinart or whatever you're using. This is some new information, gang. The Keurig is simple, but don't cross it. Don't double puncture it. Don't try to get out of, get it out of its lane. It's going to do what it wants, and if you try to get it to do something else, it won't do it right. My coffee table here at the hotel is a, it's a slum. I got to tell you, it's a slum right now. There's, um, there's busted open Keurigs, and just, it's a mess, gang. I'm going to tidy this up. I don't want to have to, the maid to deal with this. But I don't, I don't make them come in and clean every day. I give them a few days off, then maybe it's a tough one when they come in after three days. Maybe they like to do it every day. I don't know. I don't know what the preference is. I know that if I was cleaning these rooms, I'd probably overthink it, probably overcomplicate it, probably try to innovate it. Nobody wants an innovator in their business that's already running well. You know? Look at the big short. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Great movie, gang. I watched it. I only... I paused it once. I was enthralled with it. It wasn't too long. I was totally into it. I was learning stuff about this planet, not on some fake war and some other planet. I was learning stuff, and I paused it once. And that wasn't because I was bored. That was just so I could digest one of the things they said, think about it, enjoy it, and then, okay, now we'll move on. I think I will watch it again. The Big Short, Adam McKay. You know, there's all this talk now about Quentin Tarantino, which I think is, is justified and just the great filmmakers. But Adam McKay is going to go down. As the guy who gave you, I mean, who gives you, 
Who gives you all those comedies and gives you a serious that kicks ass? I'm trying to think who's done that. Bill Murray, Razor's Edge? I don't know. Woody Allen? There you go. He's done some serious ones. I'll be back. Number two, number two. We're going to seize the moment. When it's on the line, that's when we come alive. I don't know who's that, Lincoln Park or some such? I don't know. But it's playoff time, guys and gals and gang. Imagine winter without this. Some of you do it all the time. Some of you don't watch no, 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 no NFL. But for many, it is much like Christmas. Winter's boob job. We need it. We, we put all these institutionalized activities into the wintertime in order to make it more palatable. I did a fun show last night with, um, well, it was at Cobb's Comedy Club with um, Cameron and Rhea and um, Joe DeRosa and Todd Berry. That was a fun one. That was a fun green room. Fun show. Then shot over to Swedish American Hall. Did a show with Drennan Davis and Eli Braden and Reform Tours and the fella from Broad City whose name I won't be able to think of because I only have half a brain. Um, that was fun too. Little recap. Coming in at number one. Please stand for the presentation of colors by Houston Texans season ticket members. What? To honor America, we ask that you remove your hats for the performance of our nation's anthem by Grammy nominee for Best New Artist, singer and songwriter, Tori Kelly. Oh, this is Tori Kelly? I kept hearing her name on the radio. Thought it was a porn star. Uh oh, she got heckled or something. There you are, gang. We're about to kick off these playoffs, and uh, we put the concussions behind us. We put the deflate gate behind us. We put what is a catch behind us. And now we engage in our. Winter ritual. Houston, good luck today. I will see you in two weeks. Kansas City, good luck to you. I don't know when. Do you guys have podcasts there? Do people listen to podcasts in Kansas City? Isn't that the... Louis, Louis C.K. dumps on Kansas City. I've never been there. Oh, man. Start the game with a touchdown. Shut the crowd up. Chiefs, 105-yard return to start the game and quiet the crowd. Oh, man, I'm sorry, Houston. Like, hi, hey, man, we're going to go down. We're going to take it. We're going to uh, take the, the, the feeder road over stadium. And we're going to watch him tear up the Chiefs. J.J. Watt. Woo! But uh didn't start off too good.
Ah, you got time to come back. You'll be fine. Anyway, gang, uh, I got one more show here in SF, and thanks for listening. Uh, I'll be coming down to Texas soon, and I'm going to bring big thanks to all the chartists who came out to these shows, and um, I, I, I really, really, really love meeting all of you, and um, I'll be heading back to L.A. I miss Kulap, I miss Start and the gang. And, um, so, anyway, farewell from this Bay Charted, I mean Bay Gang, <laughs> Bay Charted, Bay Gang, and, um, we're here, that's right, in the home of, uh, Tupac and E-40 and all the guys that have filled our ears with important stuff. Guys, um, we will see, here, you, next week on Hey, Hey Gang!